0: Welcome to the Plan B CRNA Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones, and I'm so excited that you're here. The Plan B CRNA Podcast is the only show made specifically for nurse anesthetists who are exploring options outside of their traditional career paths. This is the place to expand your mind and your goals as we uncover new ways to produce side income together. Journey with me as I go down various rabbit holes to explore the best Plan B options for you. This episode is brought to you by On-Call Capital. On-Call Capital is dedicated to educating CRNAs and other healthcare providers about investing outside of the traditional stock market. On-Call Capital also provides opportunities for you, yes you, to create passive income and generational wealth while also lowering your taxable income through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, make sure you do that right now so that you don't miss an episode. Thanks so much for joining me today and now on with the show. Welcome to the rabbit hole on the Plan B CRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones. Throughout my journey in finding a Plan B, I've gone down numerous rabbit holes to figure out which ones work for me. Since I've done some of this research already, I only think it's right to bring that information to fellow CRNAs to help aid in your search. As always, it's important for you, the listener, to do your own research and form your own opinions. Everyone's situation is unique, and a Plan B that works for one CRNA doesn't always work for another. Self-awareness is the key in any decision you make, since you must have an accurate grasp of your own strengths, weaknesses, and goals. Let's get to it. Our rabbit hole for the day is, dun-dun-dun, digital advertising. Now, if you've ever scrolled through any social media app, then you've probably noticed the advertisements that pop up along the way. While you may balk at the seemingly increasing number of them on your various timelines, You know, you can't deny that they work sometimes. I check out products that I've never seen before. I guess I'm curious like that. Yeah, I know it's creepy that you can walk into a store and look at a jar of peanut butter in that store, and then all of a sudden you're seeing peanut butter ads all over your timeline. Privacy settings are a whole different episode for a different type of podcast. But suffice it to say that if ads didn't work in some capacity, then they wouldn't be around so much. So who makes those ads? Large businesses have huge advertising teams that will pump these out. But how about the little guys? Who does their digital advertising? Well, there are two ways that a small business owner can approach this. Number one, they do everything themselves. There are a couple ways that this avenue can go. Perhaps they can balance the building of their business with the demands of consistent advertising. But more likely than not, their advertising will suffer because they are busy with their actual business. Number two, they hire someone like you to take care of their advertising for them. Yeah, regular people who have some extra time to dedicate to the task. This last part was kind of hard for me to believe at first. I thought that this may have been a good game to get into several years ago when things were really new in the space. Surely someone would have reached out to these businesses by now, right? Believe it or not, though, it is still a pretty open frontier out there. Businesses are starting all the time, and you'd be shocked by how many of them are operating without utilizing the capabilities of Google, Facebook, and other social media. When the need is there, the money often follows. But how much money can you make versus how much time you would need to put in? Well, after you learn about what you're actually doing, you can supposedly make between $1,000 to $2,000 per month per client with just two to three hours of work each week. Not bad, right? Now, wait a second. How does that even make sense? Facebook ads don't even work, right? I mean, why would someone pay you $1,000 a month? Well, let's get into some examples, shall we? Let's say you're talking to a local CrossFit gym who charges their customers $200 a month for membership and that they anticipate keeping any new customers for an average of eight months. This means that every new customer is worth, on average, $1,600. If you were able to bring that gym just 10 new clients per month, you'd make them an extra $16,000 in new business each month. Now, that seems pretty worth it to spend the $1,000 on the advertising, doesn't it? There are all kinds of businesses out there. Imagine if you're talking to a kitchen resurfacing company. The average cabinet refacing costs $13,500. How many clients would you need to bring in for that $1,000 fee to be worth it to them? Heck, you bring in four clients and you're making them $54,000 a month. That's why this type of service is so popular. So do you think this plan B might be for you? Well, let's get further into some of these details so you can figure that out for yourself. We're going to focus on Facebook advertising today, since it's probably the best online platform for small businesses to increase their traffic and visibility. If you have your own business, you may have noticed that it's nearly impossible to get any organic traction with a business page or account anymore. Facebook wants you to pay to play. That's, uh, you know, I think about that every time I think about my Instagram account, uh, on-call capital. Uh It's something that you have to pay in order to get any kind of traction. So that's why you see so many uh, personally owned businesses that advertise from their own personal account instead of from a business account, because you don't have to pay for advertising from a personal account. Whole different ball of wax, though. Let's get back to the topic at hand. Other social media sites are actually following the example of Facebook. Because advertising revenue is such a large part of their business models. This makes the ability to craft Facebook advertisements that much more valuable because people don't want to waste money on something that isn't producing results. This is where you come in. When you learn how to run Facebook ads for local business owners, you're helping them strategize and grow their businesses. How long does it take to learn how to create and run Facebook ad campaigns? Well, there are many online articles and YouTube videos on the topic. Videos range from six minutes long to an hour. However, be careful. Facebook has made a lot of changes in the past year or two to their ad center. So some of the articles you find from even five years ago are no longer as relevant as they once were. This industry is changing, so you'll have to keep up. That being said, I believe that if you spend a few hours on a Saturday, you can get a great feel for what you're doing from a technical standpoint. I've actually run a couple of small advertisements myself with absolutely zero success though. So yes, you can spend money and run a campaign, but it isn't guaranteed to be successful. You must take time to define your campaign strategy and where in your sales funnel, you can actually use Facebook ads to grow your business. To be a successful Facebook digital advertiser, you need to be able to do the following. Number one, find and acquire clients. Number two, create effective ads. Number three, test your ads. And number four, maintain client relationships. Now, it's hard to feel confident reaching out to potential clients if you've never created a Facebook ad before. So let's talk about how to create an ad campaign. The structure consists of three levels, which you will find when you click on the create button in Facebook Ad Manager. Those three levels are the campaign, an ad set, and an ad. The first level, the campaign, is the basis of your ad. Here you choose your objective, which is the action you want people to take when they see your ads. Facebook has three objective categories, awareness, consideration, and conversion, which are broken down even further. I won't go too deep here because much of this is just very visual, but I'll include links and walkthroughs for you in the show notes. The objective you choose is based on your overall strategy. If you're looking to send folks from Facebook to your website, for instance, you will choose either the traffic or conversions objective. If you have a more content-first strategy, you can select the video views objective since videos are highly effective content on the platform. The best way to determine your campaign objective is to work backward from your goal. So here's an example. If you're looking to generate sales for an e-commerce business, you can offer folks a discount. But don't give it away in the ad send them from Facebook to a landing page where they have to opt in before receiving the discount code. This is called a conversion and it is the best campaign objective for getting folks to take specific actions. The second level is the ad set, which is where you define your audience, budget, and schedule. Targeting the right audience is incredibly important and it can make or break your campaign. You can choose between targeting new people or those who have interacted with your business before. Using demographic constraints such as location, age, gender, and language, you can also choose from thousands of interests, behaviors, and other categories. There are no rules for how large your audience should be, but basic targeting with a layered approach that allows you to narrow your audience can give you better results. You can also create custom audiences with those who have interacted with your business in some way. That way, you're already working with a warmer lead rather than a brand new audience. This is best for retargeting campaigns and are often based on the actions that visitors have already taken on your website. I dipped my toe in the water here, and I'll go ahead and say that my head just started spinning. I'd have to spend a lot more time to understand some of the technical aspects of creating custom audiences. Luckily, there are tutorials out there, and I'll link to some of them in the show notes. The last level of the campaign structure is the ad level, also known as your creative. This is the ad that your chosen audience will see. Here, you'll choose your ad format and creative using images, video, newsfeed text, URLs, display link text, and or a call to action or CTA button. Some of the objectives constrain the use of different ad formats. Video views only allows video formats and local awareness doesn't allow canvas ads. All of the others though, allow you to choose from five different ad formats. Carousel, single image, single video, slideshow, and canvas. One of the best strategies you can embrace is creating multiple ads as you run your campaign. Don't just stop after you've created a single ad. Create multiple ads to test variations in copy, imagery, and overall ad format to improve the performance over the life of your campaign. A common mistake that people make, myself included, is to kill a campaign and start a new one. If your first ad was producing some results, don't stop it. Introduce new ads with tweaks instead when your relevance scores start ticking downward. Now, when it comes to finding clients, let me just tell you that there are dozens of ways to do this. The general consensus goes like this. Utilize your current networks first to find business owners. Build those relationships, then work off of referrals. You can expand upon this by putting yourself out there, too. Changing your profiles on Facebook, LinkedIn, and the like to let people know what you're doing is a great way to get folks interested. You can also develop a profile on Upwork, send emails, and network in Facebook groups. When it comes to maintaining relationships with clients, there are also dozens of ways to do this as well. The main concepts center on being present and providing consistent value to the folks you work with. So what are the upsides to being a Facebook digital advertiser? You can make three to $5,000 per month with just a few clients and around 10 hours per week. Not too bad. The costs of getting started are very low, so long as you're willing to spend some time up front to learn the ropes and start reaching out to potential clients. You can get started very quickly as well. I've seen plenty of reviews where folks were making one to $3,000 within the first month or two. This is also a portable business. You can do it from anywhere. You can take a laptop and a hotspot. You also have time flexibility. You can work this all around your regular career. So there are upsides, but what are the downsides to this plan B? Well, there are no real barriers to entry for competition. Yes, this is a booming industry with a large trajectory ahead, but there are no education requirements to keep competition low. You can also find clients across the country, but so can others. So you have very few location advantages. Facebook is constantly changing algorithms and features. This means that you have to keep up with all of that if you want to stay relevant for your clients. You typically won't be signing contracts with folks either, so it's up to you to keep customers happy. You can lose a decent chunk of money each month if you upset a client or two. You are dependent on a particular social media platform to stay relevant. If something happens to Facebook, then you will need to learn other platforms in order to continue making money. The same applies if you decide to become a Google ad expert. So here are some final tips. Know the difference between easy and hard clients. Easy clients are those who you can utilize proven methods to large amounts of people. Think local gyms or yoga studios. Everyone wants to get in shape, right? Harder clients are those whose services are used infrequently or have much higher price profits for sales. In the instance of our kitchen resurfacing company that's actually a harder client because not everyone in the market uh, is looking for this service. Another example is an auto glass service. The only time you need this is if you have a windshield crack, right? This type of client would be better suited for Google ads that put them popping up first when someone actually is searching for their service. Stack smaller, easier clients up to make things more scalable for yourself. It's much easier to have five clients in the same industry You already have scripts and systems that work for that type of clientele, so you don't really have to reinvent anything. If you have clients in multiple industries, then you're setting yourself up to spend extra time because it's harder to systematize. This is a side gig, remember? Let's focus on getting you the most bang for your buck here or for your time. I like to believe that you're listening to this because you want to know exactly where to go to find the best information. So that's what I want to provide you with today. I have a ton of links included in the show notes, but I want to shout out the guys at Laptop Empire who have some of the best information out there about digital marketing. They have a free YouTube series titled Facebook Side Hustle Series that has eight videos that walk you through some of this process. If you want to dive deeper or have them mentor you, they have the Facebook Side Hustle course that they've developed to help you out. The program is endorsed by the folks at Choose FI, who I hold in high regard. The course has nine modules covering everything from the basics and lead funnels to troubleshooting ads and setting up clients. They also include call scripts, a lead follow-up system, and a lead tracking automation system, along with one-month access to their Facebook coaching community. The cost of the course is $497, so it's not cheap, but we're not talking about thousands of dollars here either. If you're serious about getting started, I fully believe in utilizing Mentorship. Keep in mind, there's also a waiting list for this class. They only open it up a few times a year because their team wants to make sure that you have their attention when you're in the program. There are also plenty of free or cheaper options out there too. Several of those uh, are with Udemy, which is an affordable digital education company. You guessed it, I've got them linked in the show notes too. So I've got several different uh, links and videos and and reviews of the different courses in these show notes. So make sure you check those out. Uh, that's going to do it for me today. I'm constantly amazed at all of the opportunities that are out there that I either didn't hear about growing up or they just didn't even exist. With businesses spending nearly $90 million per day and growing on Facebook ads alone, it's hard to ignore the opportunity that exists here. I wonder what other kinds of opportunities we'll discover together. As always, I'd like to thank you for listening to the Plan BCRNA podcast. If you found value today, make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. I also want to hear from you. If you have a question, comment, or rabbit hole topic that you'd like me to cover in an upcoming show, make sure you rate and review on your podcast player. I check those all the time and I cover those questions in future episodes. If you'd like to connect with me or learn more about On Call Capital, make sure to find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, or visit my website at www.oncallinvestments.com. Until next time, this is Bobby Jones signing off. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Plan B CRNA podcast. If you haven't already subscribed and reviewed the show, I'd be honored if you took the extra time. It really helps to expand our reach and get the word out about the show. If you're a CRNA who is interested in sharing your story on our podcast, I'd love to have you. Please email me at bobby at oncallinvestments.com for more information. This episode was brought to you by On Call Capital. They're dedicated to helping providers like you develop passive income and generational wealth through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. Feel free to check out their website at www.oncallinvestments.com and subscribe to their free educational email series. You can find On Call Capital on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check out our YouTube page, where you'll find all of the show episodes along with other educational videos. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.